Hello all, and welcome to another Sunday Q&A. Right, <clears throat> once in a while, a comment pops up, um, and I'll, by the way, from all you people, thank you very much for the comments, all much appreciated, you know, for greater and lesser degrees, and this is from a guy who comments all the time, and he's like a regular, you know, watches the channel, nice guy, just some decent comments, maybe help some people. But once in a while, a comment pops up that is so utterly wrong, <laughs> I feel... I must do a response. So, Mr. 1992 legend, allow me, and thank you very much for all your comments and thank you very much for watching, to just hopefully put the record straight. Uh, Mr. Demarco says, he says, this was to do with me, I did a job on the, five different ways to do a job on the Courier Exchange. Uh, he says, oh, sorry, what? He says, you're talking about van jobs and you're in a truck now. He says, Pete, you've lost me. He says, all the time you were in a Luton, um, you said Luton Curtain was the way to go. Your videos have increased the amount of Luton drivers on the CX. Luton jobs are now selling for as little as um, 80p a mile. I know, I'm selling them for myself. Funny that you don't push heavy transport. Isn't that why you're out at the moment? I have great respect for what you're doing, but you have never been straight in your videos. When you started, you had a lot of help going forward. Most people will not succeed with your advice. In fact, you have um, your own interest in mind, but at the same time, you sell people a dream that's not true. I get the whole point of helping people, but at the same time, you get the fact that uh, you have badly impacted a lot of individuals at the same time, and then he says, good luck. Right. Now, and I'm sure that a few of you will have listened to that, and you'll go, actually, yeah. He's made some points there. So let me, if you, if you don't mind, kindly, thank you, if I could give you a reply, I'd like to deconstruct that. And I would like to, you know, here is my reply. Uh, he, says, um, he says, you're talking about van jobs, you're in a truck job now. Right, in that particular video, and in general, uh, sometimes people ask me questions about vans, and I'm going to give them the best advice I can from my limited knowledge. I mean, I was running in a van for two years, and I do, we do still post jobs for vans, so I do know a little bit about how it works. But in that particular video, I wasn't actually talking about vans. And you can go back and check it. I actually mentioned once where I do a long-distance Clara, a job, and I said the job where I had I done recently up to Newcastle, yeah, I'd done that in a lorry. That video applies equally to trucks as it does to vans. The only difference is in a truck, you won't get as many jobs done in a day because you've got your work time directive and you've got your driving hours content with. I did a video this week about driving hours. So you are limited. But no, that job, it's not me talking about vans. That's me talking about running on the career exchange. We still get 95% of our work from the career exchange and it applies equally to an 18-ton truck as it does to a motorcycle. The second point. Pete, he said, all the time when you were in a Luton, uh, you said Luton Curtain is the way to go. Yes, it is. If you're going to run in a van, Luton Curtain is the way to go, I believe. I didn't have a curtain side because Luton Curtain sides, secondhand, are difficult to come by and brand new. They're a lot of money. So I ended up driving in a box Luton with a tail lift. But ideally, I would have had a Luton Curtain side. Also, when I, went, when I changed my van, Ben at H HBC, you know, we did the video with him, and he's a professional. He's been in the game all of his life. Turned around and said, I wish you'd have told me you were going to change your van. I would have told you to get a curtain side. So it doesn't come just from me. This comes from him. I said, Ben, I know I wanted a curtain side, but you can't get them. Go on eBay, there's 10 Luton, Luton boxes with a tail, maybe one curtain side. It's done 300,000 miles. So that was that. Um, your videos have increased the amount of Luton drivers on the CX a lot. This is possibly true, but you've got to bear in mind that when I was making videos about becoming a, a driver on the CX, I would recommend getting a Luton 
box, and I'll say the Milton Keynes area is, is a good place to go, despite the fact that I was running in the, in the Milton Keynes area in the Luton box. And I have, I've, I've, it's been constant all the way through these videos. People have said to me, what are you doing? You're increasing the competition in your own market. And I've done that explanation before, and I ain't going to repeat myself. There's a video. You know, there are three reasons. I still believe what I'm doing is right. Um, and yes, you know, yes, it does have a detriment. It may well have a detrimental effect on people running on the exchange, one of whom of which was me. But I still believe that in this kind of thing. So there you go. Um, he said, Luton Jobs are now selling for as little as 80p a mile. I know I'm selling jobs myself. The truth of the matter is, Luton Jobs have always sold for as little as 80p a mile. In fact, Luton Jobs are sold for as little, pathetically, as little as 50p a mile. I had one once where I was coming back past um, Amersham, and it was going to Milton Keynes. And I thought, yeah, I'm going that way anyway. I'll quote them 40 quid. And a bloke turned around and said, we sold it for 25. I went, 25 pounds? They wouldn't do that in a small van for that kind of money. If you're lucky, I've also known jobs, and we've done them ourselves, where we have paid 130 or 150 pound for 30 miles because it was an end user customer. The guy let us down at the last minute. We had to pull another van in. We didn't get enough quotes. I think we lost money on that job. It's, it's, that's the way the exchange works. Yes, sometimes jobs do sell cheap, but you've got to bear in mind, often a job will sell cheap because the guy you're selling it to happens to be in Newcastle and you posted the job from Newcastle to Dunstable and that's where he lives. And he thinks, I want that job. I'm getting paid for going home. That's kind of the way it works. Um, he says, funny you don't push uh, heavy transport. Isn't that what you're in at the moment? Yes, I do. I push heavy transport all the time. In fact, I said very recently in one of my videos, we all should be driving around in 18-ton trucks with tuck-under tail lifts and curtains. And if you said to me, what vehicle should I own to make the most money on the courier exchange or the haulage exchange, that is, I would say get yourself a DAF, probably a Euro 5 because it's cheap. You know, it's a long, big difference between Euro 5 and a Euro 6 curtain with a tuck-under tail lift. But if you're going to run trucks, it's involved. It's not so straightforward as just buying a van and going to work. You need a transport manager. You need a parking space. You need a mechanic. You need uh, an operator's license. You need a CPC card. If you're going to run over seven and a half tons, you haven't got granddad rights, you need a class two. It's not so straightforward as going, I'll buy that van. I'll get two lots of insurance, get the exchange app. I had the van. I had to get the insurance. I was literally, I had the van. I was running on the exchange the next day. Trucks, three months. It's taken me three years to get these trucks off the road. So I'm not saying that you shouldn't run trucks. You should run trucks. Just be prepared for the slog that's involved to get there. Um, oh, this is my favourite. Sorry. I, I know it was When you started, you had a lot of help going forward. That is so wrong. When I started, there was nothing on YouTube. There was no videos. There was nothing. On top of which, uh, the markets were falling to pieces. I was flawed. I had no dough. I went to work for a guy who then two weeks later turned around and said I couldn't work for him because he had a nightmare. There are videos on this. Go back. You can see when it all started. You know, the career driver's worth nightmare. On top of which, my wife said, what have you done to us that you've put us and kicked me out of the house? So when I started, there was no videos. I had no money and I wasn't living at home. So the whole idea that I had a lot, no, I didn't. I was lucky that I worked hard. You know, the kind of thing you could say I was lucky. And yes, I am lucky. And I also find the harder I work, the luckier I get. Because um, I ended up falling in with a couple of people. I did some decent jobs. They started giving me some regular work. But that was because I did some work and I did some decent jobs. 
And, you know, I'm sure that if you guys do the same, the same thing could well happen to you. So he said, most people will not succeed on your advice. In my personal opinion, some do, some don't, and it kind of depends on the person. Um, I get the fact that you have your own interest in mind, but at the same time, you sell people a dream that's not true. I'm not selling anybody anything. Do what you like. I have never at any stage told anybody to join the exchange. All I do is make videos about my life on the exchange, and some people ask me questions, and if I can answer them, I answer them to the best of my ability, and if I can't, I put it out to you guys, and you guys can tell me the answer, and I'll put it through on a video next week. Um, and he says, he says, I get the whole point of helping people at some point, but you but you get the fact that you have badly impacted a lot of individuals at the same time. It's never my intention to badly impact anybody. I just wanted to help some people. I just made, as I make the videos, I want to help some people. YouTube pay me money on the adverts, and I like the sound of my own voice. And I've said there is no greater feeling than someone coming up to me and saying, you have changed my I used to hate my job. I followed your advice. My life is better. You changed my life for the better. And then he says, good luck to you. Thank you very much. Honestly, everything that I've said there is true. Yes, you should be running trucks. But it's not that straightforward. Um, I, you don't push shortage. I don't push shortage. I don't push anything. Do what you like. Um, has it affected? You know, uh, have I um, have I ever told anyone to join the exchange? No. Has anyone? Well, if they rang me, I've talked to them. Has anyone joined the exchange because of watching my videos? Indubitably. <laughs> it is what it is. <laughs> so I take on board everything you say. I hope that that is an accurate response. Right. That said, <laughs> that went on longer than I thought it would. Um, right, we probably have to cut this in two halves now. I'm going to go, I'm going to do um, different types of jobs, and I'll do the rest tomorrow. Okay? So, um, different types of jobs. And this is kind of what I fired this one up, I think. Um, yeah, different types of jobs. And this applies to lorries and vans equally. And I've come up with the hop, lots of mini jobs around town. The bounce, backwards and forwards. The triangle, this was SD thing, SDC services, where you go sort of boom, 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 and home. Lovely if you can get it. The weight and return, also lovely if you can get it. Um, Luton to Bristol and then Bristol to Luton. Oh, it's lovely if you can get one of those. The long distance, which seems to be the one which kind of is sticking up, which is the one where you go a distance, drop it off, and then hopefully get a job on the way back. And that is kind of like, it's the gambler. Maybe we'll call that one the gambler. Um, oh, whatever. Uh, and the long distance, Clara. Because the, the, the long distance, we call that the gambler, I think. Cause, and we'll do the long distance. The long distance, Clara, is the one where you just ain't going to get home. And that's after long distance, Clara. It was a truck driver, a female truck driver in Pigeon Street, which I was a bit too old to watch in fairness because I'm not that young. Right, so, to the wiser people. Uh, C11 Yan says, he says, we go bobbing in and around London. Now, this is lovely. Now, this is a man who's been doing this for a long time, professional, professional network. He said, we bob in and around London, end user out, end user back at the same pickup each time. He said, you can get in quick and you can get out quick. Plus, as, as you're getting the job in and out quickly, your end user prices, you, you can make them a little bit lower. He said, this is the perfect example of how a true fleet of vehicles is more cost effective than end users using a forwarder. That is the dream. That is where you want to be, where you've got your own customer here or your own customer who wants jobs going in and out every day. You can pay it, you can buy a van, you can buy a driver, you can put him in on it. He's used to a regular run. You know what's going on. Uh, mate, I, I, I don't know, I dread to think how long it took you to get to that stage, but I would say congratulations to you. And yeah, that is exactly where I would love to be, but it's a long road. <laughs> um, Lee Westcott says, don't forget the personal touch. We would call that the Jill Gascoigne, shall we? That was personal touch, wasn't it? General touch. Um, 
the job that pays £1.45 a mile uh, round trip in a long wheelbase van. That's kind of like your end user, I would say. Which is, that's not how to work on the exchange, but that was like when I used to do the, met- when we create the Metro's jobs, we create a lot more money and they know what to expect. They know the guy, they know, we know where we're going, they, they, can, they can liaise with Gemma all the time, they know what's going on, and that's, they will pay the right money for a job. Whereas obviously the jobs on the exchange are much more like end user jobs. Uh, sorry, um, like backload jobs and not end user jobs, they're kind of, yeah. Sorry. Uh, Charles Woolish says, you, you miss the, the mess up when you sit for ages bidding and get nothing. Mate, we've all been there. It's not brilliant, I know. Hopefully things will get easier. Um, he didn't say mess up. I like to edit that bit out. Um, but that's not actually how to run an exchange. That's how, unfortunately, when the exchange doesn't work. And it doesn't always work. It doesn't. Some days are going to go wrong. I had Thursday was a nightmare, not a nightmare. It just didn't, just didn't, you know, I got there at, at six o'clock in the morning. The guy with the keys didn't turn up at half past six and I had to unload a double decker ahead of me. We give an hour free on trucks. It was loaded in 58 minutes. Sometimes you could be loaded in five. When I got to the second place, the guy didn't have a fork truck. I had to handball off 70 solar panels by hand. It took 58 minutes. So I had an hour's loading and an hour's unloading. I can't bill them for it. Because that comes in as part of the job anyway. And then because it, it then ran past half past ten, I've gone past all the morning jobs. It took me an hour and a half to get the second one, which was delivering a tree to a residential area and a pallet of empty boxes. It's nothing if not different. But then Friday was an absolute dream. It was sort of, um, I can't even remember, not Milton Keynes to, to, to like, to like um, Norfolk. And then a job pinned out of Norfolk. And that never happens. As, as Godzilla's referred to it as the singularity, the quantum singularity. It's like a black hole. No jobs coming. But I got one. And it was and it was going quite that was British sugar. And it was going thirty-six miles. So you know it says job pays. Normally you go, no, it doesn't. This one I thought, they got that right? Really? It was lovely. Nice day. Anyway, yes, we will we won't forget the um the, the mess up job which isn't actually a job. Uh, the main name guy says, he says, you know, with a triumph, he says, it's like building a brick wall. And the kind of your day can be like building a three brick wall. You know, your first job might be a distance job. That's one and a half bricks. Then you've got to get home, one and a half bricks. Or you might, your first job might be like a very short job, early, half a brick. But then if it goes over, then and it's just trying to get order. It's basically just trying to get your ducks in order. However you look at it, it's, um, it's a challenge. And is there a right way of running? Everyone runs differently. These are just kind of different ways of running, I believe. Um, Van on the run says, he says, with long jobs, if you're coming back empty, and this is kind of the one we talk about, the, um, the um, what, what was I going to call it? Well, we'll just call it the, long, the, the, the distance. It wasn't yellow, by the way, we did the distance. They did the race. Can't remember who saying the distance. I was going to Google it and I forgot. Um, with, long di- with long jobs, if you're coming back empty you need to go to a direct customer rate on the way up, which is, you know, like when I used to do the metros, again, you would charge them, I could charge them as an end-user customer, £2 a mile. So if you're coming back empty, it doesn't matter because you factor that into the price of the job. If you get the job off the exchange, like he says, if it's a long wheelbase doing a 200-mile job and you quote, you know, um, a pound a mile, you, you know, you're going to get 200 quid for coming going for, like, um, going up there. But then if you come back 200 miles as well, then it actually works out um, 50p a mile. And it might be costing you 35p a mile to run the van. That doesn't work out. You're better off popping around town. So it is that one. You go up there hoping 
that you're going to um, get a job coming back. Which is why I always recommend that if you're going to go on a distance, try and get it on the night before or get it so it's dropping at 8 o'clock in the morning. So you can get up at 4, you can drop at 8, and then you've got the whole next day to find something en route coming home that will pay your exes. That's why I kind of used to work it. I'd always like to try and get loaded the night before or get, get loaded really early in the morning. If it was like 8, 9 o'clock in the morning, it was going to Manchester, I think, no. Because by the time I get there, the Dodgers might have died, coming back empty, unless you're going to tramp, doesn't really work out. Um, yeah, long, long, long finger calls that job the wounder. Driving home empty. And then there's uh, Hong Kong Fui. He says there's the sucker punch. This is quite good, actually. He said um, the job delivery area that you know nothing um, to, get, to get back out of, yet you still bid, then grumbled yourself all the way home. <laughs> yeah, that job where you talk the, the sucker punch, I've done that before as well. I picked a job up when I, back when I didn't know what I was doing. It was London to sort of Exeter, or London to Bristol or something like that. And I quoted the guy the bright money and he said I've got a job he said oh, I said I've got 150 he said I've got 135 I said I'll do it for 125 drove all the way X to got it off at 4 o'clock and went it was Friday night as well and went what have I done and then gone you learn as you go and Steve Campbell says I call Facebook jobs needy or sometimes that's like nuts I'm a bit dyslexic it looks like nuts <laughs> family show mate family show how are we doing on time um I'll do one more. Uh, yeah, let's get driver's hours out of the way, and then uh, we'll call it a day, and we'll do one tomorrow. Uh, right, driver's hours. iPad. Hello, mate. How you doing? He's driving a lorry. I bet he's saying it's a great idea. Um, he says sandwiches. I never heard that before. That was a guy in a taco place over at Marshall's in Leighton Buzzard. He'd come and he said, put it on sandwiches. Sandwiches? <laughs> Yeah, it does look like sandwiches, yeah. Um, Oliver Gunn, he said, he said, I would recommend the app Taco Guard, especially the paid versions that uses GPS automatically to switch between other work and driving. I won't go into detail as there are videos on it on YouTube. Try Taco Guard. For a little while, I used Taco Master. Um, and yeah, I did pay the 20 quid for the, uh, the GPS version. What I found slightly irritating was the GPS version didn't always kick in. I'd be driving for 18 minutes, then I would look at it and it would go... Still says I'm on Amos. And then after a while, you kind of get your head around it. Although, I cannot get my head around POA. After doing that video and explaining to everybody the advantages of POA, I got an infringement because I put it on POA. It, it, it does my head in, literally. It does my taco head in. I, every time I put it on POA, it seems to register it as a brake. And it throws the whole thing out it's not a brake or is it a brake? I, I, you know, we'll come down to that in a minute. But POA, it should be P-I. NA should stand for something else, I think. P-I-T-A. There you go. Dyslexia again. I'm not really dyslexic. Um, what have we got here? Steve Campbell. He says, I'm, pre now, this is the I'm pretty sure you're, supposed to have a, you're not supposed to have a break in a vehicle while being loaded. That's where POA comes in. And if it's over 45 minutes, you can count it as a break. I don't know if that works or not. I'm going to have to get all the dangling about this. Um, I may be wrong, but when you're double manning, the person driving cannot take a break when moving the vehicle. Right, the way I look at it is this. The thing about POA, and you get out of jail free car with POA, is the fact that you can only put it on POA if you know how long you're going to be on the period of availability for. So if someone turns around and says, right, you're in the car park, you can go, as it happened to me on that time, you can go on that door at half past 11, not a minute before, because we're waiting for the container to open. So I put it on POA. But if you don't know how long you're going to be, it's not technically POA. So 
I'm not driving because the vehicle is stationary. I'm not working because I'm not dragging pallets in and out the back or doing anything. And I'm not on POA because the guy says, you just have to wait, mate, and we'll tell you when you're ready. So therefore, there's only one option left to me, which is brake. Now, if you are on site and you're dragging pallets on and off the back of your lorry, and then you pull out and those go, you've just had this on brake for 15 minutes, or DV... SA, so you've had a break 15 minutes, then you're in the wrong. But if you've been sitting in the passenger seat of your car watching videos on YouTube or Netflix, it's hardly work. It's certainly not driving, and it can't be POA because you don't know how long you're going to be there for. So you are then for your justification to go, I must be on break because it's the only other option left to me. That's the way I see it, and I'm sure it will be the way I see it until I get pulled up by the ministry and they turn around and tell me I'm wrong. But up until that point, that's kind of the line I'm going to take, I think, because POA is doing me in. I don't want infringements, and I'm trying not to do anything wrong. And I put it on POA, and it's like, beep. Um, and Domain Name Guy says, he says, great vlog as usual. Thank you very much. Um, as you said, keep it simple. Just keep it simple. Monday to Friday only, which means you will always have your weekends off, which is nice. Although I'm, now my weekends are getting taken off by doing the trucks, doing the mechanics, doing the cards, and doing the videos. Um, but it is nice to actually have a weekend off because I always used to work Saturdays anyway. It says, uh, drive time break with work time directive. He, he would always take his drive time break with his work time directive. Kind of talked about this in the video a little bit. And yes, he does. You know, it makes good sense. Um, and there's a lot of information there. Like I say, I haven't always got a lot of time to read this stuff out because the videos run on anyway. But if you go back and look at the comments, people like Godzilla, Domain Name Guy, they're, they're leaving a lot of the decent information. It's worth a read if you get the opportunity. Um, and finally, I'm going to call it a day. This is uh, Leanne and says, I used the one-minute rule after getting caught out on coaches many years ago. Spot on, Pete. Um, your way is my way. That's nice thing, yeah. Uh, sandwiches, never heard that before. Brilliant. Like I say, that was Marshall's. That wasn't me. But, yeah, that one-minute rule drives me mad as well because you're allowed to park your lorry for, um, you know, if you're on rest. So you've been on rest for 20 minutes. And the guy says, mate, I need to get in here. Can you move it forward, please? You can move. It's like 400 yards or up to one minute and then stick it back on bed and it still counts as you being on rest. They give you... You know, they take into account the fact you might sometimes have to shift the truck. But to me, that's a bit of a gamble because sometimes I've done it. I've been on break for 25 minutes. I've moved it slowly. 30 seconds, put it on bed and it's cleared. I'm like, I've just lost all my break now. But it doesn't happen often in fairness. So, but yeah, this is the joys of running lorries. I still thoroughly recommend them. I still say you all should be driving 18 ton curtain sides with tail lifts, but it is not something you enter into lightly. I also recommend that if you're going to be on the career exchange, you're going to run in a van. Loot and curtain side with the tail is the way forward, and they're not easy to come by. I haven't changed since I started. I believe, well, I learned about lorries later on, but that has always been my tact because it's what I believe with my limited amount of knowledge. I think that's what it is. And, um, Finally, Mark Evenson says, Pete, regarding the T-shirt, you're going to need a bigger boat. At least you got, you're going to need a bigger boat. Most people say we need a bigger boat. Yeah, me and Chief Brody agree with you, my friend. So, um, it's a different one. The other one was Quint. Uh, yeah, it's my wife's favourite film, by the way. Uh, that's it. I'll do a second one, which I'll put out on Monday morning because we're at 23 minutes now. Anyway, hope you're all well. Take care, take money. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. 
Granger for the ones who get it done.